Hello everyone and welcome back to another World Explorer podcast. Okay, so world building ideas. Uh, today I've decided that we could be world building mm-hmm. dream catchers. Ooh, oh I love dream I catchers. Act- I actually got this idea from looking at the thumbnail image thing from a previous from the previous world that we built where we made a dream world. Oh yeah. And yeah, I know what Yeah, you're... and the idea would be that in this world you can use dream catchers to uh catch people's dreams, catch your own dreams or even steal dreams. <gasps> Ooh. So like dream catchers that actually work but because the whole idea of dream catchers is that they're supposed to catch nightmares and trap them so that way you don't actually have nightmares. Yes, but these ones could catch uh, any dream and you could use them. Uh, you could use them for their original purpose, which is to catch nightmares so you don't have them. Yeah. Uh, but you could also use them, like, go over to somebody who is dreaming and then steal their dream. Or maybe uh, something else that they could do is they sort of open a portal into their dream. Ah, uh, that's... that's. I, I feel like this has been done before. I'm sure it has. Dreamcatchers are such an interesting story tool that people like to use. Yeah, uh, I mean, once upon a time, I know, used dreamcatchers in a similar way they to... They used to, it to, to steal memories. Memory. Yeah, they stole memories with it. This is actual dreams. Uh, so yeah. the first thing I think we need to establish is to view these I'm assuming it doesn't just catch them like you can also release yeah and now what would happen if you were to release it exactly that was my first does it put you to sleep so you can have the dream does it automatically fly its way back to the original owner of the dream or does it go to the nearest person I it seems kind of pointless if it goes to the Oh, original owner. Like, the point is to catch it and, like, be able to release it somewhere else. So... Oh, what if... Oh? What if you were to take the dream from the person that is uh, having it, and let's say you, you, uh, there's a way to get it out of the dream catcher. Like, it can maybe fall out of dream catcher, you drop the dream catcher, you break the dream catcher, something happens that releases the dream, mm-hmm. and that dream attaches itself to reality, and it becomes real. That sounds terrifying, and yeah, like also really awkward. Of a, like you're having a nightmare of a three-headed lion uh, with flaming uh, claws chasing after you, and then you pull that dream, you catch that dream, you put that dream in the dream catcher, you drop it, and it breaks, Now, and now this three-headed lion is real. Well, what happens with, as very often happens, you're dreaming about someone else? Like, how would that work then? Because I, most of my dreams have people I know in them. Okay, here's an idea. Uh-huh. Uh, what if there's, uh, uh, these dream catchers have sort of like a, uh, glass, uh, sphere in the, uh, tied into the center of them? Mm-hmm. And then that's what actually holds the dream. Everything else acts as sort of like a net to catch it and funnel it into that glass sphere. But then if it's dropped, the glass sphere uh, breaks. And when the dreams are released, they uh, act as sort of like a mirrored version of whatever it was that you were dreaming about. Like I imagine that they'd look sort of uh, somewhat transparent 
ghostly uh, yeah ghostly almost or i was thinking of a like harry potter edges, example like, but that doesn't work you don't know Harry. for those of you who have seen harry potter it's but i'd imagine it'd be kind of like when they go into tom riddle's diary where it's very kind of black and white it's it doesn't have much color because you know the whole idea i mean we dream in color now like it's majority of people dream in color there was a time when majority of people dreamed in black and white i did not know that yeah it actually had something to do with television affected how people dreamed so when television was black and white a lot of people ended up dreaming in black and white instead and then now that we have colored television we dream in color a lot more Okay. Weird science fact of the day. Huh. <laughs> hey, so, I was thinking, like, uh, it would look, things would look like, uh, I guess you could so, they call it a low-poly 3D model, where it looks sort of, like, crystalline, almost. Ooh, crystalline. Is sort of what I was thinking, but it's, like, glass and maybe, like, a foggy glass, so it's not totally transparent. So it's pretty um, obvious what's <clears throat> dream and what's reality type thing. Yes. Like, it looks like it's a clear dream. So if you're dreaming of somebody and that somebody escapes from the dream catcher, you can tell that's not the real person. Yeah. It's just, there's a lot of embarrassing dreams and the idea of that other people being involved in them and stuff, so that could be... Uh, which is why you gotta be really careful not to drop this and also make sure you lock your door at night so nobody can sneak in and steal your dreams. So what would be, uh, like, the purpose of having this Dreamcatcher then? Because it sounds like, for one, you dream anyways. So you still have the dream. It doesn't stop you from having it. Uh, so why why have a Dreamcatcher to catch your dreams? Is there a safe... Does... Okay, so something I feel like this Dreamcatcher should allow you to do is to safely replay your dreams. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was like, you could... Uh, just if you catch a dream, you can go back and look at it if you want to. If let's say you had a really nice dream, you can go back and revisit that dream. Now, would it be a thing where you look into it, like looking through a window, or would you be put to sleep and then re-experience the dream? I I think it'd be like watching TV, which means that anyone could do it. So you like touch it, and it kind of it's you got a mini tv screen and you can kind of but then again dreams are so interactive and i guess it'd be cool to be able to go back in a dream and like look at it at a different angle so maybe being put in it would be cooler being put back to sleep and then you can just relive the same dream over and over again but okay so be aware that you are i guess so now what happens if you're having the dream like you're replaying the dream and as you are replaying it the dream is shattered like somebody comes in and breaks the uh you wake up and it goes free. I okay. Think, I think it's Was a pretty simple one. Else special happened? No, I don't. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think you're going to be trapped in the dream realm or anything like that. I think it'd be too risky and people wouldn't want to do it. Okay. We got. We got to make the risk relatively low to encourage people to do that. I mean, it's high risk losing having dreams be on the loose and stuff. Also, there should be a way to delete dreams. <laughs> there should be a delete button. Okay. What if? What if uh, one way could be once the dream is loose and it's free, maybe there's a way to destroy it, and perhaps there's like a this society that has these dream catchers. Maybe they have an area where you're able to go and safely dispose of your dreams. Oh, so just like a gra- a dream graveyard. Yeah. So-, uh, so maybe 
something like a like a pit where you can throw your dreams into and like they shark shatter boy and lava girl style i was thinking like uh uh what's it called from inside out oh that um, where oh so where it slowly fades and deletes itself yes i don't know what it's called rest in peace we all know who uh <laughs> I mean, it, it would be, the ironic part about that is it's the place where you're supposed to permanently forget things and we don't remember its name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, well, so at tangent, but does that mean that that thing is now in that thing? Is it inside itself now? Because we can't forget its name, remember its name? Oh. I guess it is, or at least. It's okay, like that was a tangent. That's just a thought for you guys. You guys can play with that on your own. Back to back to. But the thing is, she does. It, Riley wouldn't know that it exists. Dream catchers. Okay. <laughs> back to dream catchers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we have this room. So it would slowly delete the dreams. Would it delete people if they got stuck in it? Or is it only work uh, on, like, the crystallized... I think it would only work on the crystallized thing. I think it would only work on the crystallized yeah, thing. Now, how does sense. it work? What what sort of system do they have that deletes dreams? I think what this ends up being is a safe place... Okay, so here's, here's an idea. Here's how the dreams, I think, would delete themselves. I think they have to be replayed. Like, they have to be allowed to be played fully... So if a dream gets loose in, say, your room, and then all of a sudden you're trying to, like, stop it from doing what you know it's going to do, then it can't, it can't, it can't stop, it can't be done, because it won't finish. So it's got to be able to play through. And so what this area is, it's just a safe place for a dream to go crazy and play straight through and then dissipate. Okay, I like that. Now, what if about your dream, what if you're dreaming of the end of the world? Well, it'd still be confined. So the way that a dream works is that it's just you. You're sitting in a thing, and it's just what you see. So it's still, like, m your perspective is still very limited. And I'm pretty sure whatever perspective you're looking at can fit in a room. It might be that a dream it comes out small type thing. Like, uh, say you dreamed that you were outside the planet and you are watching the planet burn and explode. So that means when that dream gets released, what appears is a miniature Earth that's just doing that. But the thing is, that fire and stuff could catch fire to your house and your furniture and stuff. Or, like, uh, little minotaurs can go wild and stuff. And that's why you need a safe place to do it. But it's not... The actual world doesn't start ending. <laughs> okay. Because, again, if the risk is too great, people won't lose the item. Yeah. So, but, you know, if you the worst you're risking is your house might set on fire if you break the stone and you're going to be really careful not to, I still feel like people would, would do that to get to see, like, their, show off that, their world-ending dream and say, look how cool my imagination is, look at this world destroying, because that could be another thing, like, maybe, I, I hate to make this an a, a econ economics thing, but selling dreams is now a thing. Oh, yeah, you could do that, like... Like, uh, people could experience... You could have, like, a try-before-you-buy thing, where it's like, you experience the dream, and then you're like, oh, wow, that was awesome, I will buy. Yeah, and so some like, people will never dream their own dreams anymore. Instead, they'll they'll do that. Because you still get a good night's sleep and stuff using yeah, the dream catcher. And keep in mind, lucid dreams are a thing. And so there would be a market with people going and creating... Uh, 
those specific dreams and making them as epic as possible. Yeah. And then telling I, those. Yeah. You I can mean, even like do requests for dreams. Like, hey, I'd like to dream about this thing. And I'd be like, okay, I will dream it up for you. And yeah, then that's sell it. Yeah, because I am a lucid dreamer. That's like something I could do. I can make money off of in this world really easily. <laughs> Because of my my ability that benefits no one but myself. So also it's this is like a random thing. Like you could do like love letter love things too. Like show that I've been dreaming about you and actually then prove it to people. Oh or, no! What if you a request? I've been dreaming about I I've been dreaming about you dream from someone. That's they just make awkward. The dream. That's just oh, awkward. No. 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 no, no. That better be your own dream, or else we will have issues. <laughs> no, no. There, I'm and sure. I'm, and it makes it even worse because this sort of thing would be taken as very creepy to some people. Where if you say I've been dreaming about you and share the dream, it could come off as really creepy. I'm... As well as really sweet, like yeah, it's you I get think it depends feelings. on who you're giving it to, True. what dreams about, and also like your relationship and where you're at, and also the culture itself, because like this could be a big deal. Like it might be that you're not people don't believe that you're in a committed enough relationship until you can prove that you've started to dream about each other. Oh, uh, and now wait, I have, okay, so I imagine that some people would abuse this lucid dreaming thing not to make money, but for their social life like you say i'm not a lucid dreamer and then you need some sort of a proof of hey how do i know you really care about me well i've been dreaming of you and i'm not a lucid dreamer yeah true, true. and because maybe they would be thinking oh well if you're a lucid dreamer of course you would probably uh go and start your own lucid dreaming business or you would tell people because it's a thing that a lot of people would brag about yeah, it's or, a big deal. or you can have that one person decides not to brag about it and says, instead uses it as an alibi, or for scheming and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or they could even another issue things because I don't think there's any way to tell whose dream is who because the idea is that you take on the person of the dreamer, like whoever the dreamer is becomes you when you enter a dream. So you don't know whose the original yeah. dream is. So what could happen? Uh, lucid dreamers can have the business of like framing people for stuff because you know when you're guilty about something you dream about it it's a thing so what a lucid dreamer could do is you start using it as evidence and like frame people with dreams yeah at that point I'm not sure if uh, dreams would be considered proof in court I think it would have to be... It would probably be monitored like you're dreaming in a prison yard or like under quick thing and then you know and you have uh dream catchers with like numbers and ids and all associated to make sure that people know whose is who and and then it can kind of be used as evidence but then yeah, it, I, I think it would hold also, the same same weight as a, a lie detector test nowadays like the people put a lot yeah. of weight in it but the court knows it's it's all hogwash yeah and i think that another thing that could uh contribute to this actually being uh seen as evidence is if you end up dreaming about something that only you should know about or only a few they, they dream up, people should know about. Yeah, like uh, they dream of something, like a detail of like, uh, say there was like a handprint somewhere where, where blood or something and people, they're not sure how that happened and then someone dreams showing how it happened but they never told anyone there was a blood print there. And then they're like, yeah. ah! That person! I think it might be them! They they know things they shouldn't about this. 
Yeah, so. but at the same time, isn't that not much different from just outright saying, I know X? Yeah, but... Well, at, the, at the same time, there's a difference between knowing something, like being told about it and then relaying it, and creating a visual... Like recreate well, the thing is, well, then again, we still we still already do that. No, so the thing is, though, in this case, your dream. So, say you get arrested, I think what happens is you lose the rights to your dream. Like your dreams suddenly become monitored. Ooh. So what's happening is they're giving away, they're giving themselves away with their dreams because they would never tell them that they know how they that they put the handprint there and this is how they did it because that proves they did the murder. But yeah. if their dream shows it and shows this evidence and stuff, it's all of a sudden they've confessed through their dreams. Yeah, because it's like it's one thing for them to dream about putting a handprint in a certain location that they've never seen before, and then they'll say, oh, well, maybe he was dreaming about that because we influenced the dream by telling him what he did. But if they recreate the room the exact same way that it is in real life, then you know that it was him who did it because he shouldn't know what that room looks like. Exactly. And, like, all the... So yes, yeah. this absolutely could be used as, a uh, Legal. For court. Yeah. yeah. So, in yeah. this world, you can lose the right to your dreams. And your dreams... And the dream catchers let you monitor people's dreams, and that's, like, a valid thing people could do and stuff. So, there, there's definitely... And that's also, like, another incentive for people to create these dream catchers and make them popular and stuff because i mean and now think about another thing that i think is really interesting is if in the market comes like mini dream catchers they're the little small things and then they're like stackable and you can kind of tie them up and you can make a dream journal but it's actually when you touch it you actually go into someone's dream like you actually go into the dream like it's a dream journal that you can actively go into dreams and some people might just keep their nightmares and stuff like that just to have it as record. And then centuries later, you have, like, all these famous peoples, and you have their dream journals, and you can actually live their dreams, and those get sold for thousands upon thousands of dollars just to rent it for a couple days to go through them. People will be sleeping a lot more in this world. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, imagine, like, this is literally making money while you sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it's literally like, what this is. I, I, I just like the idea of this because you know how you sit there and he's like, I want to watch TV, but I also want to sleep. That problem yeah, has now I been guess. solved because now <laughs> you sleep while you can watch TV while you sleep, which is that, cool. Huh? Yeah, that's yeah. a problem that I don't think anybody ever thought would be solved. Yeah, it is with these. It's never gonna be out. Like, I don't think this is a thing that's ever gonna really be invented I'd be impressed no. I could be proven wrong I won't I won't say it's absolutely impossible just highly improbable but if it was invented it would solve this problem and I, mean, dream... I would be surprised if somebody were to invent like a dream influencer that uh starts influencing your mind while you sleep to dream of certain things oh that's yeah that's another interesting like uh it allows you to latch on to something like your last thought or encourages lucid dreaming like uh i'm talking about a real life invention oh, That's real, oh yeah, yeah. i was about to say i mean in this world there's although it's good for this world too yeah there's probably <laughs> lucid dreamer creator i mean there's drugs out there that make can make you lucid dream they're just not healthy for you but if you're I making money off of crazy dreams then yeah i could see uh people 
doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's drugs in like every world. Usually, it's just a thing that happens. So, I guess we shouldn't be surprised that in this one, dream causing or hallucinate. Would the hallucinations count as dreams? Like, what does the dream catcher qualify? I mean, I was just thinking it's like when your thoughts while you are sleeping and like the, the images that you conjure up while you're sleeping. So is uh, it catches I d- those? Yeah, I don't know what that state is called, but there's a state when you're asleep, where when you dream, like the specific state your body does certain things in that state. Does is it, it REM sleep? I want to say that's right, but I also could we could be wrong. But it's been a long time since I took psychology. I never took it. I just memorized way too many definition words and passed my exam. Uh, so I would say it's REM sleep, and if we're wrong, we apologize, but I'm also over it now. Uh, and in that state, your brain sends off certain signals and stuff like that that are unique to that state of sleep, and that's probably what the dream catchers are picking up on. And also what they're causing is you to go into that state of sleep. Which, I can't remember how restful that stage is. I think it's, like, only medium levels of rest. Like, it's not a deep sleep. Yeah, deep sleep. Uh, and I think you can be semi-easily awoken. <clears throat> I mean, dreams get interrupted more often. You're also more likely to remember a dream if it's interrupted during midway. If you wake yeah. up from a dream naturally, you're more likely to forget it. Lots of random science facts today. Yep. And uh, so something else Mm -hmm. um, that I was thinking about, because uh, I'm I'm for some reason really good at thinking of this, which may be a bad thing, uh, how it can be used as a weapon. Because, of course, that's the thing about world building. Everybody's always going, if you introduce a new item, people are going to try and find a way to weaponize it. I mean, it puts you to sleep for one thing. Yeah, there's that, there's that. But I was thinking more like you dream up a nuclear explosion and then you chuck that dream at your enemy. Oh, I mean, mine, yeah. And I guess despite the fact that the nuclear explosion is limited to, like, that person's spear, that's still enough to kill a few people. Yeah, and it wouldn't have, like, lingering... I imagine something like uh, radiation poisoning and stuff that nuclear bombs usually leave behind... I imagine it would leave that behind until the dream ends. Yeah, and, all and then the radiation, it, fades. it fades away, but the effects would still be there. Yeah. And so if you got radiation poisoning, you would keep that after the dream is done and over with and disappears. Uh, but all of the dust, the radioactive dust and stuff laying about would just be gone. So you mm. now have nuclear bombs that are smaller easy to target and don't have the etiological effects like radiation the the clouds all these hor- these not so great things uh you can farm your land the next day and like yeah, the ground's not permanently killed by it yeah like this is uh and you could d- produce this on like mass production. Like, if you're dreaming, can it only be funneled into a single glass sphere, or are I you think, able to? I like... I think for the sake of value of dreams and stuff, it makes sense that it's a one dream per dream catcher. Like, so, yeah, so but you can't if make you... like twenty dreams and then sell the, of the same dream and then sell them to a bunch of different people. 
Yes, but you can have a lucid dreamer who's who's able to dream the same dream again. Or yeah. similar ones. And therefore mass produce them. So yes, you could you could have someone who's like on the black market selling mini nukes. Which is Or even big. working for the government. Yeah. I mean, you could dream up full you can dream up entire armies. Like ten, 10 minute like you can have a 2 hour army. Mind you, they will shoot in only the direction the dream sells them, so make sure you aim your dream well. But you can have a two-hour dream Ooh. army. Well, if you're if it's a sphere, how do you aim it? That's a good point. I guess you can't. It's just luck. So I guess what you'd have to do is like drop it in the center, and then I'll see what happens. <laughs> Other than uh, chaos. This is probably why bombs would be best. Yeah, I just like the idea of a two-hour army. I also find it really funny, the idea of just dream battles. Like, it, and you know how we always talk about eventually we'll make robots to fight wars for us? And yeah. then here we're just dreaming up wars and having those go off instead. I guess, I guess yeah. something we probably should clarify is how big the radius of a dream can go when you release it. Uh... Maybe it depends on the, I guess you could say the power of the dreamer, like, mm. how big can you dream up the dream, like, realistically, because very often people don't really dream beyond a room that they're standing in, and even that room is kind of foggy. And like, like, they'll like, have, like, yeah. three distinct items in the room. And we also, but we also had the idea of, like, things shrink to fit a certain area so I almost think that like the dream catchers have a limit of how far they reach but the thing about that limit is that that reach can move so like we go back to the three-headed dog example when that breaks that three-headed dog it spawns in the spear but then that spear moves around as this dog races around trying to rip your throat out okay uh it was a lion but yeah <laughs> sorry I don't know. Oh, well. Three-headed dog, lion, uh, either way you're dead. Yeah. I mean, it has flaming claws. You're dead. Uh, also, everything's set on fire. Yeah. And that fire sticks, by the way. Like, the fire can keep spreading after the dream fades. Because <laughs> it's just the initial dream that, that thinks and then it's lasting. Yeah, it's kind of like taking a match to a log or some oil or something. Like, even once you extinguish the match... The fire is still going to be there. Yeah. That's some interesting possibilities story-wise. Yeah, so... What if, uh... What about people who decide to go... Like, this could be interesting for, like, blackmail. Someone decides to go and secretly catch other people's dreams. And then catch what they're dreaming about. And say, hey, I have your dream. Do X for me, or I will share it with people. Yeah. That's that's a thing. All you gotta do is like sneak up uh, into their house, slap one of these. Maybe like maybe you could slap like right outside their bedroom window, and then uh, as they're sleeping, the dream catcher is catching it. Yeah. Assuming this works through walls. That's a good question. Kind of we haven't we really haven't talked is about the range like of the dream catcher. Yeah, we I think all we've really established is that it holds one dream. It's a one it's a one time, but it can be emptied safely in disposable areas 
and then reused, but, or, unless it's center smashed, in which case you need a new one. But it sounds like these are mass-produced and really easy to get a hold of. Yeah, I mean, are these, uh, just normal glass spheres, or are they somehow enchanted, or they come from some certain place? I know what- Or is it literally just glass sphere within a dream catcher, done, it's now magic? Yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's a very good question, like, how are these things made, what makes- uh, I don't know. I think, I, I don't know why this world still has, like, a scientific feel about it. Maybe because we've been talking, ra- giving away random science facts and stuff. So maybe That's it is. It. Yeah, maybe. I, I, we might vote for, uh, it's what you call magic is actually just science we don't understand yet. We'll go the Avengers route. Uh, and just say that this is a, it's an invention. And it uses, like, basic materials and elements and stuff that we have access to. And for some reason, the shape of a dream catcher and this little spear thing that's been added in that stores dreams just works. And if yeah, you want to, it just does. <laughs> we can say it's just glass. Maybe we could say it's specially made glass in the factory and leave it at that. Like, there's something yeah. special they do with how the atoms interact with each other. Yeah, and how it reacts with your REM status and stuff. Which means I don't yeah. think it has that big of a range. I think it has to be relatively close. I imagine it has to be, like, right by your head. Yeah, you gotta have it pretty close to which will uh, alleviate some of the dangers of it. I don't think it works through walls. Because the idea that your energy, your REM energy, would go through a wall is crazy. Which also means that I think in this world, there is a market for dream shields which are these hats you can wear where it protects you from your dreams being taken. And it's just as simple as that. You wear the hat and your dreams are safe. I imagine if you were going to try and blackmail somebody, you'd have to, like, slip it it under their pillow or something. Yeah. Which, would it work, though? Would it work through a pillow? Or does it have to I think so. I don't know. I think that that's close enough that, because it's still not super thick and dense or anything. I mean, it's got to get through your skull first. True, true. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I just think cement and wood is just a little much for it to get through. But yeah. yeah, you're probably right. A pillow, especially if there's gaps, there's air gaps it can get through. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Through pillows, fine. Through walls is a little ridiculous. And then there's there's hats, sleeping sleeping hats that you can wear to protect yourself. Yeah. So. Did, did we uh, how would these sleeping hats work exactly? Do we just say they're sleeping hats? They they make them or yeah, I think it's a, they have I like think a it's rubber a, coating. Yeah, I think this is just a thing that this world that the need was seen, someone solved it. Paranoid people sell, they make a lot of money off of it. You know where money is to be made, it will be made, and yep. these hats are just something that people sell. Do we want to talk a bit about, like, story possibilities before we end off? Yeah, this is a world... I think this is the first time we haven't really talked about story possibilities, like, ever. Yeah, we're just having... Like, we just built the world. We did not story build in any way this time. Yeah, because I think there's some really interesting stories either you could... Especially, uh, I think... I think for some really good stories, your main character would be a lucid dreamer. And awesome. and that yeah, what makes that interesting is lucid dreaming is not usually like a huge 
trait where people think, oh, this character is a lucid dreamer and that makes them a big deal. Like, no, no one really thinks that, usually. Like, if you make your character a lucid normally that doesn't show up in the book. Like, I don't remember any book where it, them being a lucid dreamer was a point. But here, it's the point, and that's what makes them the main character. Yeah, I think that uh, something that you could do with this is... Uh, a lot of people, I imagine, would go to the lucid dreamer and say, Hey, can you dream up X for me? Like, just as a favor, can you do X for me? And then they could choose to dream it or not dream it or whatever. Uh the, especially if they don't do this as a, do this for a living, they could probably just do it as a, like a favor for somebody. Yeah. Um. Now, what if uh, now and as for a story potential, what so? I think that something that might work is you have your lucid dreamer, and he's getting and he is always like making dreams that uh. Maybe that's his job is to is to make the dreams. Mm-hmm. But then, one day, uh, maybe his dreams uh, stop working the way that they normally do. Like, they're no longer lucid. Like, he starts losing control of his dreams. Or maybe he dreams something up, but then when it co- when he's done with it and it comes out into the sphere, uh, he goes to sell it. But then he starts receiving complaints that there's something wrong with the dreams. They maybe start turning to nightmares. Oh, like, and he's yeah. like, I didn't do that. Like, now, here's some more world building. What would cause something like that? I mean, it's psychological. All of it's psychological. Like, there are days where I lucid dream, or dream more so than other days. So, uh, it anything can change it. So, what I eat affects it a lot. So, if I have caffeine before bed, I lucid dream better. Like, caffeine makes it better. Like, it makes it easier for me. I also am more likely to dream than if I don't. So I I like to eat chocolate before bed for that very reason. I have chocolate by my bed, I eat it every day so that way I can have lucid dreams because I like lucid dreaming. Uh, Other things like uh, mental states, uh, if you're depressed you're less likely to have control over your dreams. Uh, If something traumatic happened to you, that you are more likely to lose control as well. Uh, like, literally, the smallest things can set it off. Uh, if you ha- okay. yeah, the longer so you've been lucid- our... yeah, the longer you've been lucid dreaming, the harder it is for something to stop you from doing it, but it still can- you- you can lose it. Okay, so the story we just created is, the skies is- it starts losing control of his dreams. And it's gonna affect his business. And the solution is stop eating the curry before you go to bed. Well, I mean, traumatic. <laughs> tra- there's. It could be psycho. It's a very psychological thing. It could be a psychological trauma, or someone new came into his life that, and he's having feelings for them, and that can cause dreams to change. Or if he's having nightmares, it could just simply be he's unhappy and it's starting to reflect in his dreams. Like he, he's he's upset that all people care about is his dreams like and no one cares about the things he creates when he's awake like maybe he's a poet or a writer or a painter or he wants to act or he cooks or something like that like he has this thing he does when he's awake and nobody cares about that anymore all they care about is this thing which is at some point when you're dreaming for other people you start losing sight of your own dreams and that can be depressing and when you're depressed 
dark dreams are dreams reflect your emotions your feelings more so than like anything else like we there, that's why there's thousands of books out there trying to interpret your dreams and things like that so obviously once that's you get into that mindset of being sad and depressed or not happy with your line of work and your line of work involves you dreaming nightmares are gonna creep in and that's gonna have an effect on things and yeah also, if you don't want to go that route, you can always just have the uh, serial killer lucid dreamer. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you, what if you, uh, that could be an interesting way of um, maybe trying to commit a murder without being caught, or really any crime, really. Yeah. Like, you dream up a murderer comes and kills you, and then you send that dream in real life, like shatter the sphere to go and kill someone. Yeah, that's that's something you can do. Uh, so this this has huge dystopian world possibilities, where you have a government that has kidnapped lucid dreamers to force them to create dreams for them for what to create things to help them out or to cause destruction or. You just you're in this world where people are violent with dreams and like or are addicted to certain dreams and things like that. You can go real dark with this real fast. I don't know. It's just this world screams dysto- write a dystopian novel about me, please. Is what this is screaming to me. But yeah, you could definitely do that. I'm not the or, greatest oh. with dystopias like coming up with them, but yeah. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Yeah, there's also romance, not possibilities, murder mystery possibilities. I see a lot of very weird romance possibilities because when things go into a dream, things get weird. Yes, yes, they do. You will dream of the love of your life, except in this dream, she has three hands and a chicken head for some reason. Yeah. Yep. Thank you for going there. There are so many worse places you could have gone, and we all appreciate you not going there. But, yeah, so those are some, those are just, like, a few of the many possibilities having these dream catchers be a, this is definitely, this is not a small world component. This is the world component for a world, if you're using a world. Like, I don't think you can just have this slip in and be like, oh, yeah, there's this dream catchers. Okay. No, this is a component that screams, I am useful. Don't, don't, don't time turner me. And you Harry Potter people will get that reference too. (laughs) I know what a time turner is. Yeah. And I'm saying don't time turner or dream catchers. All that pretty much means is you use it once and then you forget it exists, even though it's a really powerful and useful tool. Ah. Yeah. Okay, is that what that means? Yeah. I was trying to figure out how you like turn the dreams back in time. No, no. Yeah, so that's that a, no, the time turn is just this thing. Like, that I, I have heard people complain about the time turners. Yeah, so when someone says don't time turn or something, then what they mean is don't don't just use it for one small thing when this is a big plot item that could be used for a lot. Yeah, it's like once you use the item once, you gotta explain why they're never using it again. Polyjuice potion it instead. Harry Potter people will also get that. Okay. I know of a polymorph potion from Munchkin. It's similar. Anyways, I think I think we're good. Yeah, I think I think, I think this was fun. Like, we were pretty we pretty much just world built uh, 
one little item and then did some societal structures around it. And, and then gave some story ideas to go with it to, you know, get you guys started. And now you guys can run along and have fun with, with Dreamcatchers. Yeah, I mean, I also think that this is the sort of thing that could fit in a lot of different worlds. Yeah, I, it's a really like, good element. Like it's, Yeah, especially if you like, make minor modifications to it depending on the type of world that you have. Yeah. It could fit in all kinds of worlds. Like, imagine, like, I could see something similar to this fitting in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, I could see something similar to this fitting in, uh, uh, what, what else is a magical world? I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> Harry Potter. Okay, Harry Potter. I, <laughs> I don't know if it would fit in Harry Potter or not. It would. It could. Okay. I could see okay. it working. Uh, so, as, yeah, you can just, like, I totally see you. Sticking this in a fantasy world, uh, something like Aragon, I could see maybe having it. Yeah, uh, and I think if you don't want it to become a big element, the really easy way that happens is you make it harder to produce. In the world we yeah, had, we made it really easy, and because of that, it's a big part of the world. But if you make it really hard to make, all of a sudden it becomes this rare element, and it can become your time turner. Yeah, like, you can replace the glass sphere with something a lot harder to obtain. Yeah. Like, if, what if it's diamond? Yes, yeah. Well, now it's a lot harder to obtain, and also probably a bit harder to break, but it's kind of still. Impossible. But yeah, there's there's lots of possibilities, lots of modifications. to. F it can fit into your world pretty easily. We just picked one version and one world to put it in, just to so that way we could work but world build, because that's what we're here for. But, yeah, and I think it would do better as like a like its own little element within a bigger, grander world rather than trying to build a story around it. I think it would be it would function much better as a story element within something else that it doesn't revolve around. Like they just it's a tool in the in the character's belt to go and solve a mystery or uh yeah you know, yeah I think that'd be the main thing it would be for is like solving mysteries. Yeah. Also, uh, I think learning we how one character sees another. I also think we we've discovered like a cool new trick to to world build items is if you're struggling with an item and what it does, just imagine a world where there's a lot of them and what that world looks like and what effects that has and then scale it down. Cuz as strange as things, sometimes going bigger is the only way to go smaller. Yeah, and also and that, the... yeah, that works for this. I mean, that's this t we this dreamcatcher we're all it's only so well developed because we imagined a world where there's a lot of them. Yeah, and on that you gotta always remember when you're world building, if you're introducing any kind of magical item into the mix and it's a common item, always think how would this affect society? Because that's a big thing that a lot of people forget. Like they'll say, "Oh, I have healing magic introduced." Okay, well, how common is it? Pretty much everybody has it. Okay, so their science in medicine is not going to advance at all because they yeah. have no reason to. So you can now have a situation where somebody gets injured, they have no magic, they don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, that's the sort of thing that a lot of people forget is maybe you wouldn't, these people wouldn't know how to make a splint because they don't need to know how to make a splint. Until they do. They always just have magic. <laughs> Just basic things like that, people wouldn't learn about. Yeah, and just like that, I think that's where we're gonna end it. We got, we even got some some world building advice in there. Look at us being productive. Yeah.
but we we're gonna end it here you can join us next week when we will be back yeah we'll be world building a new world the week after is world building basics the first one of the year that'll be fun uh but yeah and we will see you guys then bye i have a dream i have a dream and it's captured now, so someone tell me what it means. In case you don't understand what I'm saying, because it's all inside my head. Here, I'll show you by just shattering it upon the floor. I have a dream. It's going wild. It's running round, burning the curtains. Now we're on fire. Oh, I have a dream. I have a dream. I'm pretty sure I got the tune wrong because I haven't turned this song in so long. I have a dream. I feel like I should clap. <laughs> <laughs>